Thank you for tuning in to the Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, an ex-lesbian podcast with myself, and I'm your host, Jessica Newsom. All right, so today I wanted to talk to you guys just about how every answer, everything that you're seeking and searching for, it's all in his presence. It's all in God's presence. Have you ever just been in like a certain place to where you're worried about something, you're wondering the outcome of something, how you should deal with a specific situation? Let's get more detailed. Maybe you broke up with your ex, right? And you're and you're just like, okay, um, that was toxic for whatever reason, or God didn't want me in that relationship for whatever reason. And I separated myself, but then all of a sudden, over time, we start to have, and it's natural, we start to have these thoughts of, did I make the right decision? Did I do the right thing? Should I not be their friend at all? Um, should I be their friend? But then what happens if it starts to get um, emotional again? I get emotionally attached because one thing leads to another, right? And the next thing you know, you're back in the same spot. So in our life, we have these questions of 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 what should we do in a certain situation? And we're asking God to give us the answers to help us. And a lot of times what we end up doing is we end up going to seek people for these answers. People who um, um, know God and seek God and people who don't know God, people who don't seek God. And we're trying to evaluate, we're trying to weigh the different answers and come up with what is the best a plan of action that I should take in this situation, right? Knowing deep down that we need to follow God, but a lot of times we don't seek him for ourselves. And when I say seek him for ourselves, I'm not talking about the five minutes on the way to work, you know, where, where we're just talking to him and we're praying, um, or, or just the, the, the tossing up the, Hey, what's up God real quick. Um, Hey God, I love you. You're, you're my everything. I worship you. Yada, yada, yada. Help me with this. And that's it. When I say that the answers are in his presence, We really have to understand what it means to get in his presence. And I think that in the beginning, when we are baby Christians, we can get away with a lot of stuff, right? Because where we are drinking the, the milk of the word, right? Um, this is like flipping the Bible open and it, it opens up to the perfect spot that gives you the answer you need kind of faith. And you're like, man, this is easy. Okay. But then as you grow in the things of God, God expects you to grow. So you're going to be put in situations to where you have to do more than flip open the Bible and hope that it lands on the perfect scripture to give you the answer. But God said, God says, I need for you to seek me, seek me and find me. Like if, if you seek me, sorry, if you seek me, you will find me, right? And so in seeking him, we have to get to a place to where we say, okay, I need to get into the presence of God, right? So think of an umbrella, you know, and if we're out doing our own thing and we are not under that umbrella and we're just seeking answers and we're seeking peace from people and things, situations like that, Okay, a lot of times instability will come from that. You know, um, instability will come from that. Instability in our walk with God, instability in, in knowing what we should and shouldn't do. And we're just beginning to question things more. But when we get underneath that covering of God, when we get underneath that umbrella and we seek his presence, we're in his presence, we will gain the understanding that God wants us to have. We will have the peace that surpasses all understanding, uh, that is in Christ. Jesus. 
So seeking God and getting in his presence is what we need to do. But half the time we're too lazy to do it. Right. So me, I'm so busy. OK, I am busy with uh, the police academy. I am busy with um, work. I am busy with ministry. All of these things just really just eat up a lot of my time. And I use that oftentimes as an excuse not to get in the presence of God. Right. Um, I will come home from work. I will literally take a shower and get into bed like there is no staying up for two or three hours, chilling, whatever. No, I go straight to bed because I have to have at least eight hours of sleep. That's just how I like to flow, okay? And so um, being busy does not allot me a lot of downtime to where I can do whatever I want, right? Like our weekends, whatever days you have off from work or lack thereof. And so when I do have these days off from work, I really have no excuse not to seek God and not to step into his presence and try to stay there. Even when I am busy, I still can seek God. I can still get in his presence. But how can we do that when we're so busy? One, I think that if we, uh, uh, staying in his presence, it looks kind of like, um, just every aspect of your life, including God in it. So if I'm driving, um, I may listen to a podcast, but then the Holy Spirit will kind of like touch me and be like, yo, you need to put on some worship music. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's listening to the things that we see, it goes into our minds and in our hearts. The things that we hear, it goes into our minds and in our hearts, right? All of those things. The things that we say, you know, it comes from our mind and come and comes from our hearts. So what are we putting in our eye gates? What are we listening to? The more I hang out with coworkers or people who um, are uh, uh, vulgar, the more I become vulgar. Okay, right. The more I hang out with people who listen to secular music, the more I tend to kind of lean towards secular music. And that's not an excuse. It's not an excuse. And then what happens is we feel this conviction in our heart of, man, I know I shouldn't be talking like this. I know I shouldn't be um, um, thinking these things, right? Um, certain conversations that are left field and non-Christian at all, you know, you kind of just dip into it a little bit. You have them. And now you're thinking about these things more often. These are things that get us out of the presence of God right? But instead of doing that and saying, okay, I'm going to shift. I'm not going to jump into these conversations. I'm not going to add to these conversations. Even if I have to get up and walk out of the office and not be in the conversations, that's what I need to do instead of trying to fit in, right? Instead of instead of listening to podcasts all the time or secular music, I'm going to put on worship even though I don't feel like it. Right. But those things help me to not only get into the presence of God, but it helps to keep my foundation secure in the things of God. And our flesh does not like the things of God. It doesn't. Right. But when we get into the presence of God and we really begin to watch what we say, what we see and what we hear, then 
staying in his presence is so much easier. But when you get out of his presence and you start doing life your way, you don't want to get back in his presence. You don't feel like listening to worship. You don't feel like reading your Bible. You don't feel like spending time in, in worship and prayer. Not at all. Because your flesh is being fueled by, 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 um, by the world around us, by our atmospheres that we're in. So we have to say no to the flesh. We have to say, okay, yes to God. Yes to, to the things that he wants us to do. And so today, I was like, okay, there's no excuse, Jessica. There's no excuse. So I went to the gym. Um, by the way, I went from 34% body fat to 29. Your girl is excited. Um, but I was like, okay, I'm going to spend time with God. So I just sat on my bed and uh, I love listening to uh, Upper Room. You know, I think they're in Nashville. I think so. But Upper Room, their prayer sets. Um, or Dallas, I don't know, but their prayer sets are amazing and they do them every day. Um, I believe like at least during the week and I love it because it's just a person maybe on the piano, someone, uh, singing and it's just spending time with God, helping you to get in the presence of God. So I'm listening to that and I'm spending time with God. I am telling him how much I love him, how much I worship him, how much I rely on him, how he is my everything. I'm not necessarily saying, God, give me the answers to all these right now, but I am giving thanks, giving to God. I am worshiping him, right? And what comes from that is peace that surpasses all understanding. What comes from worshiping God is is answers to your problems and issues. Don't always go to God with a problem. Come to him because you love him, right? No one no one wants their kids to come with to to come and spend time with them only because they have a problem. And that's the only time your kids spend time with you. No, you want your kids to spend time with you because they love you, right? So come and spend time with God because you love him. Read a chapter. God God put it on my heart while I was spending time in praise and worship, um, a, a specific book and chapter in the Bible. And so then I pulled it out and I read it and he just gave me some just understanding on just some little stuff. And so the answers that we are seeking comes from his presence. Now the answers don't always look like an outward straight answer like do not do that, do this, wait a couple days and then I'll tell you what's going to happen next. It doesn't work like that all the time. It I don't think it's ever worked like that with me. But it'll be little things where I'm spending time with God, I'm in his presence, I am worshiping him. I'm telling him who he is, that he's made the stars. He's He's created the skies. He's created the sun, the moon, all that stuff. And I'm worshiping and telling him how much I love him and what he gives back, what he downloads to me as I'm saying, God, fill me up, right? He's telling me, he's, he's giving me peace. So the anxiety that I feel from situations He's bringing that down to a place to where I don't feel that anxiety and I'm chilling. And it's just like, you know what? I need to rest in this peace of God. Why? Because God's telling me that he's got it. Now, pick any situation that you've gone through. If you are full of anxiety and you're wondering every five minutes how this is going to work out and you're stressing about it and you're talking about it to everyone, in the end, usually it works out, right? 
some way, shape, form, or fashion, it works out. So did you need to be stressed out? No. Did you need to talk to everyone? No, right? A lot of times, if we just calm ourselves down and we rest in God and just knowing that we did all that we could and then taking a step back and resting in God, we uh, alleviate ourselves from a lot of the stresses of, of, of our daily lives that we put upon ourselves. Um, now when it comes down to specific answers about different things in our life, yeah, it's cool to go to godly people. That's awesome. But that can't be our primary source. Our first source should be going to God's secondary godly people. I'm talking about godly people, not lukewarm people, but godly people. Okay. Don't go to lukewarm people expecting for a godly answer. You go to lukewarm people that are half in, half out, half living like the world, half living like God, you're going to get a lukewarm answer. Okay. Uh, so you need to go to people who you're like, man, the fruit of your life is what I want. Okay. And so when you go to God for these specific answers, a lot of times he will just put in your heart, just maybe a scripture, a scripture, like one day, um, while I was doing PT with my classmates, um, and I was worried about a specific thing, we were jogging, um, uh, over this little kind of like overpass, it's a walkway, but underneath it was a Creek and I didn't really realize it. But every time I went over the Creek, I just felt God, God told me this one word. And every time we would run back and forth over the creek, I would get this one word. And so I said to myself, okay, this is God. And he's telling me basically what to do in this matter, right? How to handle myself in this matter. And then what correlated with it was the creek, right? The, 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 the streams of living water, right? That, that creek representing just following God, following the Holy Spirit, you know, and, and, and good things will come. Understanding will come. The right path to walk on will come. And so as I was running over the stream, God was giving me this word. And he's like, follow me, follow this stream, follow the Holy Spirit, stay in my presence. This is what you need to do. And he gave me one word. I'm not going to tell you what that word is, but maybe for you, it could be relax, right? Maybe, um, a word that he gives you is, you know, don't go, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, don't do it. Like whatever the case is, God will give you what you need. And he knows how to speak to you. And a lot of times he will speak in those quiet moments when you aren't thinking about anything. Sometimes it'll be in your quiet time when you're spending time in worship with him. Other times it's confirmation through another random person who speaks that one random word. And you're like, okay, God, I get it. That's for me. That's what I should do. But remember this, the answers that we are seeking, that we are needing, that we are desiring, it's in his presence. It's in our obedience to him um, as we are in his presence and doing what he wants us to do. If we continue to not get in his presence and be on this kind of lukewarm Christianity to where we don't spend time with him, but we're maybe asking godly people what we should do and non-godly people what we should do. A lot of times we don't really have a firm uh, uh, answer and we're stuck in this place of limbo. 
we're stuck in this place to where we're wavering and we really don't make a decision. Maybe we make a decision, but we don't stick with it. And we go back and forth. And what that looks like is the Israelites walking around the wilderness over and over again because they weren't getting it. They weren't doing what God was plainly asking them to do. He was saying, worship me, seek me, sit in my presence, do these things, follow me, obey me, do it when you're scared, do it when you're uncertain, do these things in spite of the situation and the circumstances, and you will get out of this circular motion, out of this place of limbo, out of this place of lukewarm Christianity, and you'll be on a place to where you're moving forward along with me, uh, this, 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 this stream of the Holy Spirit that is taking you on your life, you'll be on that path to victory and clarity and understanding instead of being in a place that you don't want to be in life. And so a lot of time it's doing it scared. It's always being obedient to God. It's sitting in his presence, spending quality time with him. I spent um, about 45 minutes with him today. I feel like I could definitely do it longer, but that's what I did before I went ahead and started doing this podcast. But it's getting better at that. Maybe you don't feel like spending time with God and it's boring and it sucks. Do it for five minutes and eventually you'll get to a place where you're like, okay, I'm liking this. You know you need to like it, right? You know you need to do it. You know this is where it's at, but it's getting to that place. And so practice makes perfect five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever the case is, and you'll get to that sweet spot, that place where you are just in tune with God, where you're on the same page with God, hopefully, right? Um, and that's where we want to be. That's where we where we want to be. So whatever you're seeking, whatever you're searching for, the answers are there. But it's in his presence because he is faithful and he's a loving God. And he's not trying to leave you out to dry. He's not trying to leave you confused. And he's not trying to make your life harder. A lot of times it's us making it harder because we fail to do what he's asking us to do. Thank you guys for tuning in uh, to this. If this message encouraged you, if my podcast encouraged you, please, if you're checking it out on YouTube, please subscribe and share it with other people. If you're checking it out on the podcast platform, please rate and review it. And um, yeah, give me a little thumbs up on there and uh, subscribe to it as well. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in to The Victory is Greater Than the Struggle. It's an ex-lesbian podcast with myself, your host, Jessica Newsom. Awesome.